Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we are in part two in our conversation on limits and losses. We hope you enjoy. It highlights for me that every time we experience a limit or loss, we can look at it as a negative thing, or we can look at it as it's, it's God giving us an opportunity to acknowledge and say that we need him. It's saying like this, this thing in my life didn't go the way I wanted it to go, or I'm not able to accomplish this thing that I want to. And it's, it's giving, uh, like what it said in, in the, in what you just read, it forces me to, to re to call out to God in a very real genuine way, not when things are going well, but when things aren't going well, and just kind of when I come to the end of myself and be like, I just really need you to pull through on this one, God, because I can't do it without you. There's a, it's like a, uh, when we hit this level of helplessness that we're able to see, really see how much we, we do need God. Cause I think it's one of those things that we, if we grow up in church and we're, we're active or we grow up in church or, or just, we're just active in our faith in Jesus, there's this n- like unsaid known thing that we're like, oh yeah, we always need Jesus, but it's, it's on us to be intentional about that, about thinking about it and acknowledging it being a part of our lives where we are actively seeking lives that we're desperate for, for God to pull through. Um, which means we're going to be in situations where we, where we are out of control, where we can't make things better without the help of God which means we aren't going to understand how things are going to work out. And that, that, that's a lot of giving up control. So what I hear Paul saying in that one, it's God, it, the thing that he wanted that was going on in Paul's life, he didn't want it or, you know, he wasn't happy about it and he asked for it to go away, but God and his wisdom decided that it's going to stay because it glorifies God which sounds kind of backwards, um, like struggling is a way to glorify God. It's almost like it's, it's, it's revealing to us that um, if we really do believe that all things give glory to God, that means the bad things do too. And we're having to do the, the hard work of seeing how that, how that actually plays out. Mm. So, yeah, that's a lot of thoughts come to mind. No, this is good. I think this is, I'm glad you, you thought of this topic today because I find it encouraging to me this morning because I think I'm in this kind of space and um, what comes to mind for me is just the reality of neediness that we're needy people. And I know that I get in trouble when I don't acknowledge the fact that I have needs. Um, I think that's where we, that's where all of us tend to, um, I've heard it described as like basically in an effort of self-preservation to, f- to meet my needs on my own. And I think realities like limits and losses, um, they really highlight the fact that we are needy people. And Paul refers to it as a gift, right? He says, I quit focusing on the handicap, begin appreciating the gift. He's yeah. identifying that the 
the struggle he's experiencing is a gift of God. And I guess we could ask ourselves, like, how is that? How does that make any sense? And I think the not so simple answer is that if God made us, which I believe he did, and ultimately made us to be in relationship with him, which I believe he did, then things like limits and losses, things like neediness, um, the list that Paul breaks down, abuse, accidents, opposition, bad breaks, um, all of these things point us to the fact that we will not find our satisfaction outside of God. The neediness, the limits and losses point us to the fact that there's a longing inside of us. There's a longing inside of me that cannot and will not be satisfied outside of a relationship with God. And so instead of looking at it like, um, like something that something to crush me or kill me, God trying to harm me. I think the gift side of it is to look at it more like an invitation that maybe just maybe the reality of limitations and losses and neediness is actually an invitation. It's, it's a means in which God uses to kind of say, Hey, um, you need more than what you have on your own. You need a relationship with me because I'm your, I'm your creator. I'm the one that, that made you. I'm the one that, that formed you out of dust. I'm the one that, that created all that exists. And for you to, for your longing, for your deepest longings to be satisfied, um, you, you have, you have to come to me. Um, not, not in a, I don't, I don't believe that's from a place of spite or anger, but it's literally, um, you know, cars are made to drive. I mean, this is probably a dumb analogy just popped in my head, but if I try to get my car to like fly or like if I drive it into a river and try in, and in hopes that it will float, I'm going to be disappointed. Like a car is made for a specific purpose. And I think that we are made for a specific purpose. And that is ultimately, in my opinion, to be in relationship with God and God's people. And so if we try to find satisfaction outside of how, how we were designed, um, just like a car would sink in the river. And just like, if you dropped a car out of an arc, out of a cargo plane, it's not going to fly. It's going to fall and be crushed. Um, the same thing happens to our souls when we try to find satisfaction um, without God, without the way in which we were designed to function. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with episode three in our conversation. We'll see you then.